0: Hello and welcome to the Meltdown City podcast with your hosts Nicole Johnson and Ali Sundet. Our podcast is about reckoning with our restlessness and figuring out where we want to go next. We hope to laugh, inspire, connect.
1: Thanks for listening. Hi. How are you? How are you? I'm great. How are you today? Good. Uh, are you surviving Snowmageddon? Seattle yes yes I am barely though I, I'm one of those people who like doesn't really believe it's gonna happen you know so uh-huh. so we were at my mom's cabin this weekend and my kid we left our kids snow gear up there because it's usually snowing there you know and it's just like we get tired of hauling it back and forth but of course start snowing in Seattle the time we roll roll into town yesterday about 3 30 and then it stopped and and then it was like, I doubt it'll snow all night long. And then wake up at five thirty and boom.
0: It was <laughs> there was so much snow. It, there was.
1: There was so much snow. This wasn't
0: this wasn't the regular like, you know, Seattle gets a maybe a couple times like once or twice a year it gets a like a half of an inch or an inch of snow and it shuts, shuts, shuts the city down this was like five inches of snow
1: yeah no and in some places it was like 10 inches or 12 inches and and at first, oh my God. when I woke up, I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, because I actually do love snow. I think it's so peaceful and it's, mm-hmm. it's really fun to be in when you don't have to go to work or if you don't have any responsibilities. So when I got up, I was like, so I was actually kind of excited. I started watching the news and I was like watching all the weather reports and I was like, great, I get to work from home. But what I realized was, is that I had to start working in the morning. Whereas if it wasn't a snow day, (laughs) I would have been at work at, you know, roll in around eight o'clock and just, you know, say hello to people. But I was like planning and and coordinating since for two hours prior to even work opening. And so it wasn't as super fun and cuddly and cozy with my three little babies as I thought it was going to be. But yeah. Yeah. (laughs) i was still fun to look at i got to work from home and use the computer and watch the snowfall all morning so i'm not complaining but it was definitely like kind of a surprise a different
0: different start to your morning than regular it sure was it sure was um i i was off today but i was certainly thinking about had I been doing my normal job, uh-huh. I would have been. Well, actually, I was just thinking about my boss, who I, and I would have probably been involved a little bit in the whole like is, is staff at work. How are we going to get everybody there? Do they, you know, do we need to go carpool and pick people up from home? We've got four wheel drive. So anyway, um, that's not my, how my day was, though. I just was thinking about how. That's what they were doing at the hospital, I'm sure. Well, um, how was your so anyway. day? Was it amazing and relaxing? Did you get to take a
1: stroll and go get coffee at Broadcast? I did. You little I sucker. did, actually.
0: I'm a little shit. I was going <laughs> to go up to <laughs> I took Rufus up and walked up to Broadcast. That's exactly what I did. I got a cup, I got an Americano, mm-hmm. and I got some beans oh. uh, for Rob, actually. So, anyway. Um, oh sweet! It's your husband's you...
1: birthday today. Tell him happy, yeah, fiftieth, motherfucker.
0: Yes, that's a big happy one. Five O, big one. It's a big deal. Yeah, good for yep. him. Did you? Yeah, he's uh, handling it with stride. He mm-hmm. says he feels mm-hmm. all right. Um, he looks amazing. Um, yeah, he's handsome, and oh, yep. well, he's oh, one handsome. Man. I'll tell him. He's a hint Yes, he's a handsome. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So I'm going to meet him here shortly. He went to work. Um but um do you have I actually I have a little meltdown about something related to his birthday. Mm-hmm. My hashtag meltdown moment. Oh, tell me. Was tiny was tiny. Yeah. But I was planning I planned a surprise party for him cuz you know, 50 that's a big deal oh, yeah, right? And uh and yeah. Allie was at the party. It was a great party. Thanks for going. Yes, Nicole did Thanks a superb for
1: job planning. It was a really fun Thank event, you. and it was a great location, the Cloud Room. If people yeah. have not been there, check it out.
0: It's, yeah, super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, open to the public, but it's it's more like it feels like a private space. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> I had enlisted the help of this coworker, Scott to help me get him there to the actual place, you know, cause everyone was waiting and it was, we, Ro- I had gone to Rob's office to scoop him up and walk over there with Scott. Um, and then everybody would be like, surprise. Well, like as we're, you know, we'd casually mention like, Hey, wouldn't it be cool to go to this place for a drink after work? Uh, and, um, he was kind of, I don't know. He wasn't, he, he was kind of just taking his time. Of course he doesn't know that there's like all these people waiting and I could feel like my, and, you know, my intensity was kind of, you know, it's kind of like amping up because I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, like we have to go. And um, you're getting texts from people.
1: He, I know that I was people were trying they, to help out and be like, what do you want us <laughs> to do? Should we hide and jump and say surprise or what?
0: Right. Right. <laughs> and then Scott, God bless him. Um, <coughs> he's Such a great guy. He was he was trying to like sweeten the pot to try to get Rob to go over there so that we would. He would come join, go to the surprise party. But what he didn't realize is whatever he said was the exact opposite of what Rob would want to do. <laughs> and so I was just like, I was like, oh no. But Scott, great job in your improvisation. But a meetup, telling Rob it was going to be a meetup, I knew instantly that like Rob was like, I don't do meetups. I'm not going to, I'm not, want to go. So I felt like, oh my God, he's not going to go. <laughs> 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 that's so funny he, he decided yes to go thank god and we showed up and everybody yelled surprised um yep so i texted becca like 30 seconds before we got up there you know what's so actually at, so funny
1: about that is that rob later talked about all the nervous energy that you were putting out there to him that morning and he was like <laughs> now i fucking get it dude she was like being all weird this morning and like telling me that like I had a surprise coming but in the mail and you know yeah. <laughs> and, like and I was like <sighs> that is so funny because Nicole you're such an honest person I'm sure that was hard for you to keep a I secret was blow it it was <clears throat> hard yeah yeah, yeah you anyway, did anyway, awesome keeping that secret do
0: um thank you do you did did you have a meltdown at all Oh, yeah, I can talk about one that just kind of came to
1: me late last week in the afternoon. Um, And that was just via text from my mother, which are always just like on the way home from work, you know, full day, like fully exhausted. And then you get one of these texts with like the tagline of like, this has been, been on my mind and I'm taking a real big risk telling you this. You know, and the, and it's just like, hmm. well, that there should be an indicator that you should not proceed with the text, <laughs> you know, Did just you like say, I'm stop fucking right there and just wait and call me, you know, if it's yeah. that big of a deal to you. So she's like, I, I'm taking a big risk. I'm telling you this, but I am going to ask you um, to stop emasculating your husband by calling him lazy. <gasps> you wouldn't like it. And he is not lazy. He's a great dad. And. Something like that. And so I was like. Trying to recall like. When did I call my husband lazy? Like. And then it was like, maybe it was this morning when I was venting about Andrew, my husband being in charge of like signing the kids up for extracurricular activities, you know, like basketball Mm -hmm. and and softball. And I may have just said off the cuff, not intentionally like, like being like that lazy bastard or anything like that. But I was like, he's kind of lazy about signing the kids up. And To be truthful, I should have said he's probably looked into it, but just hasn't communicated it to me yet, which often happens because marriages kind of are like a logistical situation a lot of the time. We're communicating about stuff, but it doesn't always get communicated or you know. Whatever. I love you, Andrew. I don't think you're fucking lazy. But anyway, I was venting to my mom at some point and she like took it all seriously. And I was just like, you know what? Number one, I'm not going to vent to you anymore. You just made me feel like I couldn't vent about something that was mm. not a big deal. And you're acting like you need to protect my husband. And that's like not my job. That's her job. And I was like, well, I'm glad you're feeling all warm and fuzzy about Andro, you know, th- yeah. this week. Because sometimes she really hasn't. <laughs> yeah. And then what really rubbed me the wrong way is that she was like, don't emasculate him. By calling him and lazy.
0: Like, yeah. What is that? How is lazy? How is that emasculating? Right. That's just like a, you know, it's not. It's, a, gener- it's generic. To, to either, either role, Either gender. Either gender or whatever gender you might be. It's, you know, it's not like. Uh, wow. It's an equal I mean, opportunity
1: a, you know, offensive thing to say, (laughs) right? That's what laziness is. But it pissed me off that she was like, that it it would ever be my job to make sure that some, any male in my life, it was my job to make sure that they didn't have any of their masculinity removed because God forbid and then it just started me on this this thought process of like is there even a feminine equivalent to the word emasculating like are there any men out there worrying about defeminizing me and if not why not
0: god damn it
1: you know (laughs) so I was just um that was my I was kind of peeved Kind of peeved after yeah. that. I had steam coming out of my ears and I was like, you know what, mom, I don't have time for this. I'm getting ready to go home and take care of my kids and I'm not, I don't have time to respond. And maybe yeah. next time you can just, you know, not fucking say anything at all, you know? Stay in your lane. Yeah. Stay in I your lane, like, lady.
0: Yeah. Ooh, <clears throat> I feel that's so tough. The things that are emasculating, I feel like to men that when you talk about like, is there a traditional role would be like, you're not bringing in enough money or you're not. You know, um, doing it for me in the bedroom or something like that. You know, like that that seems very clear to be like emasculating. Yeah. Saying someone's lazy. I don't know. And you you weren't even really saying. You were just like venting for a half of a second. Right, right.
1: Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. It was just not a big fucking deal at all. And she was just like, I think she's just bored sitting over at her cabin, you know, retired. (laughs) Not doing much of anything. So anyway, it was fun. I didn't even bring it up to her when I saw her this weekend, so it's not a big deal.
0: Wait, that's awesome. Way to to not, uh, you know, um, stoop to her level or or whatever, or just not engage about it. You know what I mean? If you know, like, already, like, you're going to be pissed about it. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. Nice job.
1: Thanks, hun. I know we have a meltdown Uh, from one of our listeners, though.
0: We do. I want you to share it. it. Oh my gosh. Um, well, I I may have talked about Nelson before. Nelson at from um his name just last name just escaped me. But he uh, is the co-host of Seattle Foodie Podcast and also he has um his Instagram is Seattle Eat Nelson Eats. Sorry, it's at Nelson Eats. Anyway, um, he and I, we we went and talked to New Talk Shop about podcasting not too long ago. So it was super fun to meet him, meet up with him. Um, anyway, he wrote in, and uh, he says that he has several now, um, several meltdown moments, but this one has set him off. Home uh-huh. printers. Ooh. He has one about home printers and I and as I was reading this I was like thinking of you Allie and hoses. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. Totally. Anyway, um so he was he's he says this. I'm trying to print off the script for our podcast before recording, and I had 15 minutes before we record. I plug in the printer cable into the USB port and it wouldn't recognize the printer was offline. Or was online. I try everything from downloading new printer drivers. That takes a lot of time. Yeah. Turning on the printer on and off multiple times, changing the printer settings, jiggling the cartridges, going over the internet to fix the problem. And now it's 10 minutes past our recording time. I'm swearing hitting the computer. And you know what the solution was that worked?
1: What? Shutting down the computer
0: and restarting it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That That is amazing. Nelson, that's like 25 minutes work at work worth of like being crazy with your printer and all you had to do is turn it off and turn
1: it on oh my god that is like the it person's like fucking thing that's that's what they, well is it plugged in ma'am <laughs> have you started that you know and or like hit, well hit when was the last time you rebooted your computer you know oh yeah. man nelson i feel for you bro <clears throat> wow. that sucks thanks that does suck.
0: I'm glad you figured it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too. Oh. If you guys have a meltdown moments so that you want to write in, please send them on in. We'll read them on the air. Yeah, that was awesome. That was super cool. We're Very giving you a relatable. virtual high five. Yeah. Nelson. Um before we get into our our today's all about travel meltdowns and craziness on the road. Um, yeah, I just want to thank leah for her awesome review that she did recently on itunes so thank you leah it was so nice she said we were her go-to podcast that's amazing what the fuck? yeah that's so great thank you leah thanks so much okay do you want to do you want to
1: go yeah so or why don't you start let's talk about so we're talking about um crazy crazy experiences that we we've had when we were traveling and we've got some like shorter ones that are more hysterical than anything else but then we have some like kind of scarier ones so
0: yeah buckle your seatbelt. yeah oh my god <clears throat> so I was in Morocco not too long ago in May visiting Courtney and we we kind of worked our way from like G- gently in, into like Moroccan culture. I was started in Tangier and then moved into Chef Chauin, And then when then she took me into the belly of the beast. So Courtney and I are in Fez and she takes me, she decides to take me out into the city. Now, Fez is like this old medieval city with tiny little walkways and there aren't, there isn't very much open space. So it can be kind of claustrophobic and, um, you know, cause you're, there aren't any driver, there's no cars or anything, but there's just like these, there the roads, if you will, are lots of pathways. Right. And it's, it's just like a giant maze. And Anyway. So we leave, we leave our hotel, we're heading out to go to the market and all of a sudden well, we're, we're coming up on this guy who's having kind of a intense conversation with another man. And, mm-hmm. um, and it was kind of weird. There was weird energy. And as we were like walking towards, we had, there was no way around this person. We had to walk past him because this is the way that was like a tiny pathway. Um, mm-hmm. He lurches, he lurches and lunges at us. He, <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he starts hawking. He starts spitting and kind of hawking loogies on both Courtney and I. And, <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah and um, and there's a few other Moroccan men that are like right nearby, and so they kind of freak out and go over and kind of take kind of in- interrupt and uh take the man away from us, and they're like super apologetic, and of course they're speaking arab to arabic in arabic to courtney and but um, I was just like. Where is my hand sanitizer? Did any get in my mouth? <laughs> Did anything get in my mouth or my eye? I hope they don't have tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. <laughs> anyway, but I was like, oh, oh my god, that was crazy. Because, and I remember sort of walking up towards him and thinking, we probably shouldn't be walking this way. You know, it was like a split second thought. Um, like, but I right. Know. He looked a little creepy. Yeah, he looked like he was. Well, he looked like he was um, touched. Maybe uh, like uh like he was like a schizophrenic kind of he looked like he was like um like a had a severe mental illness you know uh-huh. um and uh anyway so <laughs> courtney later had talked to her spirit guide about this encounter and feels that that was actually a blessing we should be oh we, we were blessed we were ah. blessed in that moment rather than by the moment.
1: saliva of another we
0: <laughs> then Courtney and I played games of like what would, how would have each friend reacted to that
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> uh
0: anyway we were I was lucky that again nothing got in my eye or my mouth so
1: how how would it who who would have a, reacted most appropriately or inappropriately
0: out of your friends? Well, I think it? we were thinking who would be the most traumatized.
1: Uh huh. And who would have been?
0: Uh, not Melanie. No, maybe maybe Jenny. Maybe mm. hmm, I'm not sure, but where there was a there was a tie for a couple of our friends that might have had the worst time of that. But we'll leave leave. I think Amy there.
1: would have hated it.
0: I Amy would have definitely hated it. She
1: she would have been really upset.
0: Yeah. I I think it would have not been cool. It would have been, yes, Mm -mm. it would have been traumatizing for sure. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: And then, like, later that day, we go to this cafe, and and we're sitting on top of this, like, roof of this cafe, and all of a sudden, I feel like I got, somebody threw something in the back of my neck, just, like, hurled something at me. (laughs) I was like, "What is that?" And oh my god, it was the most gigantic bird shit that I've ever had. Oh my god! So uh, Courtney also said that she talked to her spirit guide, and that was a blessing. So I got blessed twice in one day in Morocco. Shit and spit upon (laughs) (laughs) that are uncommon in my line of work. So
1: right. Anyway, oh my god. (laughs) Well, I have two stories that like dovetail into those really well, actually. So I'll start with a funny story about um, a trip that like me and four of my, well, actually there was four of us in total. So three of my girlfriends and I went on in 1998. So we're 18 years old. And we went to Morocco and Spain. And this part of the story happened in Spain. And we were all, I don't know what we were doing. We were sightseeing or something really simple and benign. And we were all very hungry, though. <clears throat> we, while standing in line, or like maybe we were sitting at a table. I think we were waiting to get served. Mm-hmm. And two of us got shit on by a bird. <laughs> oh, and my so we God. Had get up from the table and go into the bathroom and wash our hair and we had just ordered french fries and so when by the time me and one of my girlfriends got back to the table the other two little assholes had eaten all (laughs) the french fries (laughs) and that pissed us off quite a great deal because we were like we just had to go and wash bird shit out of our hair and you two little bitches gobbled up all the food that we had bought together (laughs) as a group thanks a lot so I'm sure that I'm sure that there was a fight that happened after that (laughs) but so I can't remember if we went oh no we were in Spain before we went to Morocco so the first leg of that journey was also very fun and and uh, we went to a couple different places in Morocco we went to chef which is like a beautiful mountain town that's like whitewashed with like blue blue colors you remember that place isn't it Mm -hmm. absolutely breathtaking
0: absolutely breathtaking
1: just so beautiful it's like all blue and just very serene so we went there and then we went to fez and we went to marrakesh too and i think we went to meknez and casablanca i think we were in i don't remember what town one of one of and i'm 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 making my friends remain nameless because of the the content of this story um (laughs) intentionally nameless but anyway we were in one of those little windy little you know dirt towns and it was like you know very fragrant didn't you think morocco was like super fragrant of like Mm -hmm. not the awesomest Mm -hmm. smells in the world like yeah You know, they were like tanning animal skins, you know, you know, just down the street. So, you know, it Mm -hmm. has its certain fragrances and it happened to be during one of the World Cup years. And if anybody's listening, has ever been to the Europe in the World Cup, like people essentially don't work or Mm. everything shuts down so that you can watch these football games or these soccer games go on. And so we decided to partake in like the the watching of the the football game, and and we went into this little cafe. It was like a little tea house, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And in the tea house was like some like little marijuana joints and like or hashish cigarettes or something like that, something that was like laced with with uh, drugs or whatever. Uh Oh, and and we're smoking and drinking a uh, uh, some Moroccan mint tea, which is extremely sweet and delicious.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: all of a sudden. We're sitting there having a good time watching the game, and all of a sudden, one of our friends like turns completely white and, oh. and like passes out in in oh. the um, in the little den we were in. And so we like quickly Looking like super hot in there. It was super hot in there. It, I mean, Morocco in July is like 101 <gasps> degrees. I think we were like at times we were traveling. It was like 110 degrees in the car. It felt like you were like riding in an oven like a hot oven (laughs) like whenever we we were in the car that's what it felt like it was awful so yes we were extremely hot maybe hadn't eaten not not really well prepared but um, one of us passes out and so me and the girls tried to like gather her up and like put her put her head between her legs so that she could get some blood to her head and meanwhile the gentleman that we were sitting with and and mind you there are no women in this you know little tea room yeah <laughs> there are only men there and and they're starting to freak out like oh shit what happened to these little american teenagers who are about ready to die on our watch what are we mm. gonna fucking do mm-hmm. so they kind of shuffled us out into the street and we had a guide this little guide named i think we had two guides one was muhammad and one was ali and i think we were with the littlest one when he was like oh my god let's you know let's go outside and to so get her some fresh air so Meanwhile, she is completely out. Like, I don't know if she couldn't walk or whatever. He hoists, he's probably like maybe 110 pounds. She's definitely 150 pounds. He hoists her up over his shoulder and starts running, running down the street because now she has told us that she needs to take a shit and she needs to take a shit right now oh no (laughs) we're like in the group that we're with we don't we don't even speak you know french very well or arabic yeah and so we were kind of like trying to use our guide to like translate for us and so somehow this this little guide manages to get us into this tiny little hut and um he's like okay this woman says that she can use you can use her bathroom in her house and we go into this teeny little it's almost like a a barn or like a mud home oh and into oh. the foyer and I'm like, are we just shitting in this woman's foyer? Like you can't see anything. It's completely pitch dark. Oh my and, god! And, and and my friend just says, <laughs> my shoes fell off. Kick me your shoes. <laughs> so I'm standing <laughs> in this in this little dirt <laughs> hut with shoeless. I kicked my best friend my shoes so that she can squat down and take a shit. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, in the front room of this woman's house. And after that, she was fine. She came to, she did her business. We all walked home, you know, like back to our room and got cleaned up and we're like, holy shit. That that just happened. Holy shit. And that remains one of the most talked about <laughs> stories I think of our travel <laughs> history. Because a lot of these people that I was traveling with were are very seasoned travelers. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you oh know, my god. and, and yeah. so that was
1: a really funny one. Those two are wow. definitely on the list of uh meltdowns. Yeah, and also like thinking—I think we were talking earlier about what—what what are your parents doing? Like, our parents were already worried, you know, like oh god, yeah. where are these women going yeah. to the Middle East? You know, mm-hmm. alone, mm-hmm. and how is this going to work out? But mm-hmm. we survived
0: because
1: mm-hmm. we're survivors.
0: Yes, uh, I now have that song in my head. I must survive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Destiny's uh, Child. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that story is epic. Um,
1: <laughs> what about? What about? I want to hear about your trip because I was also thinking when we were talking about having this be uh, a topic for our podcast. What about when you went to
0: Europe for your study abroad program? <gasps> well, I have the I'm fortunate luck of mm-hmm. being put in with the host mom who did who did not like me um oh so that just made for lots of really awkward uh thing uh, awkward occurrences so basically i went to study abroad when i was uh 20 in the mm-hmm. spring of 1997 um and god it was so long ago oh my god it was like 22- you were 20 in 1997 were you yeah, yeah, you probably were. I was.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. So my, you're you're making my timeline not work out because I said
0: I was eighteen when I was ninety-eight. <laughs> that can't be right. No, I think you were you were twenty. I must you're have a little been bit, yeah. We're yeah. you were just, I mean, what nine months younger than me or something? Yeah. Any anyway, I was there. I just remember because I could drink in France when I couldn't drink at home. Yeah. So. Um, well, you remember
1: the important things, like
0: I being able to drink. Dr- right.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> so I um, – anyway, I had gone over there, and I was staying in Poitiers, France, and they put me in this ho- home, the, like a homestay kind of program, with this woman and her daughter's new divorcee and her do- da- 17-year-old daughter. Now, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I, I – I think that they, it was a financially motivated decision because they got some sort of payout from the school, from the university. Um, because like I, she wasn't, you know, other host families were like taking their, taking people all over and (laughs) doing all kinds of stuff. And like, she would get so mad if I asked her to go to town, even to take me to town, even when she was already taking her fucking daughter to town. She wouldn't like, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. They would, say all kinds of things about me in front of me in french but they didn't realize that i understood them so it was like i was the butt of all the jokes which that sucks (laughs) oh my god it was it was kind of i was bad i did actually try to get out of it and my the the director of the program at the university there was like just see if you can make it work well (sighs) the kicker of like the 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 best story of this oh my Mm -hmm. lord cannot even believe this I cannot believe this I was it, okay it was the end of the end of the, the three months um the host daughter was she just patch, passed her back baccalaureate the back whatever so she was she you know was gonna go to college next year she got a good sc- score she was all excited they were we were doing like a celebratory dinner for whatever reason all the 17 year olds brought pies. Bought like uh-huh. ten, 10 pies for fifteen people, and um, there was a lot of food left over. And my host's mother says at the very end of the party that not to worry, everybody. Don't you <laughs> worry about what's going to happen to all this food? <laughs> 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 Nicole will eat oh it all gosh. because she's a pig. Like she literally oh said God. that. Like in the so fucked up. And that Google, she called me a gourmand, which was like it's like a pig, like <laughs> I <and> <laughs> <laughs> snort snort, oh little piggy. God. I was like, I was so fucking pissed, and also just beside myself because I was like, you guys, I'm actually not going to eat it all. You, who's gonna, is actually Françoise? Is going to eat it because she's she had a weight problem and she was eating too much. Anyway. I, it was not too long that I was out of there, but I couldn't believe it.
1: That is I, so fucked up.
0: There was a lot of rudeness there. And it's not that, and whatever, I still had the most amazing time there. It was super fun. I learned, obviously, my French was, became the ability, to, my French, my ability to speak French. I'm like, I can't talk English right now. My ability to speak French definitely, uh, was improved and, um, I met, met some amazing people and it was such a great time. I just, you know, whatever. Sometimes things don't work out. No, but I think that honestly, Nicole, you were probably
1: so vulnerable because I went to, I, I studied abroad too, and I didn't have to interact with a family and much less interact with a family that was treating you badly I'm sure you mm-hmm. felt like a hostage you know because you're mm. like kind of like this is where I have to go this is yeah. where I have to stay these, these are the people that are supposed yeah. to be helping me that's so fucked
0: up yeah myself. and I have I'm to s- I, <laughs> mind the rules of the family which also <clears throat> included not washing my hair when I was on my period what the <laughs> <laughs> to which I asked, I was like, how did they know that? Like, that is so weird. I have no idea. It that was is weird. Gross. It was a little Those weird. Freaking I sickos. Like, I don't know. I, well, <laughs> don't know if I, I can hate it when sickos, but. No, it I, is.
1: It's like women being cruel to other women. Okay. Well, that's that makes me feel me. better.
0: Thank you, Ellie. Thank you. I think that's cruel. I think she was just in a very deep, dark depression and she was taking that out on me. I think we should send this
1: podcast to her no. and be like, "This is what you did to someone, you stupid bitch." Oh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. She's you know, well,
0: she's in I, a position of power. I did sit down with her at the very end of my stay, and I said, "I don't quite understand why you had me as a guest. I feel like mm-hmm. you you were financially motivated, um, and it, you know, I don't recommend you doing it again." Good. What'd you say to that? She yeah, was like, I agree. Okay, I agree. <laughs> I was like, okay. And she what sounds record. so hardcore. You guys, don't, a lot of you don't know me out there, but for those who know me, I'm pretty easygoing. I'm like an so easygoing, easygoing lady. Yeah, it was fucking weird, man. It was weird. That's I actually
1: do remember, like, hearing from you and hearing about that. You know, and being mm-hmm. like, oh my god, she's still deal- dealing with her messed up host family.
0: Yeah, I'm so stuck. <laughs> I tried to get out of it.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh my oh god, my that god. sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that reminds me of my my, you know, going to Europe too. I I studied abroad in England for a year, and also I didn't. I didn't go with a like group of people. I went by myself on the plane. Um, Mm -hmm. It's because I was selected last. Actually, Mm. I I didn't even get selected. (laughs) I was because someone pulled out of the plane. So I slid in, I slid into the spot, which I was like, hell yeah, that's fucking awesome. I'll go. Um, But I was very scared and, you know, feeling super worried on, you know, my flight there. I was like, this is the first time I traveled alone. Not only am I traveling, but I'm traveling, you know, to England. Thank God I didn't have a, you know, language barrier. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I was like thinking about, okay, so I'm going to arrive in, you know, King's Cross station, and then I'm gonna have to take another train to Bath and when will be. And then from there, I have to go up to the university and get a key to my room or meet some people there. And then I was just like, when am I going to have my next meal? When am I going to be able to put my bag down? When not when will I have a hot shower? It was just so much uncertainty and yeah. <sighs> extreme craziness. And then I remember getting to my room <clears throat> and um it was a really nice little room, like dormitory. It was brand new and it was a very international community. And fortunately I didn't have to share with anybody, which made it way better. Mm-hmm. Um and I remember like my first day on campus and I was like immediately being like, I, I think maybe I'll stay for like three months, but I'm definitely not staying for a year. This is really going to be too hard for me. I'm going to go home, you know, <laughs> <Immediately> <laughs> just being like, mom, dad, you know, I think this was a bad idea, you know, reconsidering. Yeah. And then I was on campus and I saw this like super hot guy who was like wearing this long leather jacket and had like this long hair. Well, just kind of like down to his chin. Mm-hmm. He was just like, gorgeous, super hot. And then turns out he was my next door neighbor, Ooh. and we became best friends like oh, immediately for an entire yeah. year. So I was very happy.
0: And you stayed friends with him. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we you went to his you wedding. Know, he, and- we had a
1: girlfriend, and I, I eventually got a boyfriend, and he got married to somebody. And uh, Melanie and I went to his wedding in Toulouse like, I don't know, like 10 years ago now. So. Mm-hmm we ended up staying friends, but yeah, that was amazing. That's but so cool. again, super, you know, like some of those moments in life where you're like, Oh my God, what the fuck am I doing? And then yeah, nine months later I was like, this, this was the best decision I could have ever made in my entire life. And yeah. I'm so glad I took the leap and took the risk because it was totally worth it.
0: Yeah. I remember coming home from France thinking if I can do that, like I can do anything, which might be an overinflated idea, but at the time I really felt like I just went and lived in a in a foreign country, learned the language, you know, and uh, met friends and had a great time. Sure, there was a there was a small part of my life there that was hard with the yeah. living situation, but in mm-hmm. truth, I didn't spend too much time there. Right, I was in school, I was hanging out with my friends. Yeah, um, but um, it, it's like it it, put, it you really grow from all those experiences yeah you do, and it's oh. like what, <laughs> oh, I just have a sidebar from this story, um so like the night I got so I had a boyfriend when I was in France, and then the night I got home, uh-huh, the night I got home, uh-huh. my boyfriend at the time, uh, you remember who that was I know who it is, uh-huh, and he, he uh said, I've missed you so much. I want to marry you. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I remember, I remember feeling like I had just felt the most independent I had ever felt in my entire life.
1: And uh-huh. all of a sudden,
0: like him saying that, I felt so trapped. I was like, Oh, oh God, Oh God, Oh God. I could like feel my, my walls like closing in and I, I was like, Oh God, Oh God. And I was just like, I was like, I think I said, <laughs> gosh, you know, I don't know. I think we should talk about this. And that's like, I like, like blew it off completely. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. wasn't like a down on your knee proposal kind of thing, but I was right. just like, I was like, oh, oh no, no, this is not the right time. This is like, I just got a taste of the world. Yeah. Anyway.
1: But Nicole, did he know that you were dating somebody else? No, I wasn't. Oh, I thought you meant You had a boyfriend while you were in France, like a French oh, boyfriend. Oh, I'm sorry. I and had then a you boyfriend. came home yeah, to no, your no. to your stateside boyfriend, and he was no. asking y'all that
0: shit. No, I uh, I was faithful, you know, faithful. <laughs> as you, I didn't oh. hook up with anybody when I was in France, mm-hmm. and I, uh, you know, but but I remember thinking, God, I feel so goddamn independent. Like this, this feels really wrong to even, to do that, um, to even talk about marriage. Um, and in fact, I, I, I don't really completely believe in regrets, but I do regret staying in that, in that relationship because I came home after Uh my trip in France. I could have gone traveling the rest of that summer. You know what I mean? Uh Yeah. Uh, but I decided to come home to my, to my boyfriend Oh, which is sweet if you think about it, but also like, you know, I I a little short-sighted, maybe <laughs> a little short-sighted, yeah. And we didn't, you know, we broke up. I think like a year later.
1: Did you? Both. Did you stay together? I thought I do remember like you bringing him back over to the house, and yeah. I thought you guys broke up pretty shortly after that.
0: I feel like it did. I feel like we. I don't remember the exact timeline, but we would definitely. Yeah, it was. It was the start of the end. I feel like. Mm-hmm. We started to kind of have a di- have distance, and we went on a break, and mm-hmm. we decided what well, we'd, if we'd be together after our break was over, mm-hmm. and we decided we weren't going to be on a break, and we weren't going to get back together. So, yeah, it was good. We were just, you know, we got, fell in love when we were young. We were different people when we got older. That's all it yeah. is. That's why yeah. I like you shouldn't marry... No, actually, I don't want to. Ju- I don't want to judge anybody, but I feel like don't you
1: know, shit on everybody,
0: Nicole. I'm gonna sit down and. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like you're you're you who you are at 18 and 19 is not who you are at 25 or 30 or even 35. Or, you know, mm-hmm. anyway. Yes, I, I'm I a mean... baby.
1: The- That's the, that's the truth for me too, but I do have like relatives that have a totally different experience. Like they married the people that they first dated in college in there. I mean, granted, I mean, whatever, everybody, people, they're still together. Um, so sometimes I think it can just work out for people.
0: Okay. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah I think you're right, Allie, This was so fun talking about travel tales. We have so many more that we could we could probably just sit and just talk and share them with you for a long time.
1: right. and let's ask our our listeners to share any really good <laughs> awesome, scary, funny travel stories that they may have, and yeah. we'll read them on the air.
0: We didn't talk about any scary ones, but oh my God, like, oh my god we did. Yeah. but sometime we'll talk about our life life flashing before your eyes once sometime it will be it will be episode two of this oh
1: yeah <laughs> we could definitely do that I, I know that we left out at least two
0: <laughs> yes we did okay two pretty good ones
1: okay we'll save them for next time around
0: okay well hey guys if you um want to send us an email send us an email at uh, meltdowncitypodcast at gmail.com follow us on instagram at meltdowncitypodcast at gmail nope pause on instagram at melton city podcast um and don't forget to i think rate that our subscribe. outro
1: does all that babe our our outro it does. does
0: all that
1: <laughs> no, Just in case you guys forgot you don't have to listen to that out, that outro anymore and who <laughs> knows maybe I'll, maybe
0: I'll maybe y'all clip it
1: Beep. okay yeah all
0: right all right bye okay. bye, Let me bye. Honey. bye. Love you. bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Please follow us on Instagram at Meltdown City Podcast. Or you can email us at MeltdownCityPodcast at gmail.com. Or you can check us out on our website at MeltdownCityPodcast.com. Don't
1: forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.